You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network. Uh, we are continuing our coverage of Nip Tuck. We're up to season five, episode sixteen. Gene Shelley uh, first came out on the thirteenth uh, of January two thousand and nine. Um, it was uh, directed by Richard Levine, our old friend Richard Levine, um, and written by apparently Ryan Murphy and Lenny Green. Um, so yeah, looking forward to getting to this particular episode. Um, yeah, our, this we're into our season five B, the notorious season five B, as it would be for for Nip Tuck. Uh, looking forward to uh, to talking about this. Uh, but anyway, where do I begin? As we talked about last time, lots of quotes. Where am I going to start with this one? My name's Nick, and oh my, you have a penis. <laughs> and my name is Ben, and I don't want a mummy. I don't need a mummy. Stop being my mummy! <laughs> yes, we could we can um, throw as many barbs as we want at this episode, and, and my God, are we going to? But um, yeah, I, I think we we can't complain that there's not a, a, a good solid collection of quotes. So nice to get off the mark with a good one there. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if we want to uh, do any kind of preamble about this one, or if we just want to dive straight into. Um, I might as well just say it straight up. A monstrosity of an episode. I think it'd be fair to say. I, not, I assume you agree with me on this one. Every time Christian vomits in this episode, I think he's basically uh, saying what the audience is thinking. So uh, there we go. <laughs> yes, yes, it's certainly one of those ones. Um, yeah, like I say, and I think we talked about last time. There's plenty of good stuff to be mining here, and, and I do like that we're getting um, two good stories coming here. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not quite sure they make make the most of them. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, again, I think there's some good ideas in this one, um, but yeah, they just don't really seem to come to fruition. Um, unfortunately, we're going to get some more Julia, and, um, and nothing against uh, Julia Richardson at all, but. Uh, the Julia character to me feels played out and um, yeah, a distraction in this episode. But um, let us not delay any further. Let's we might as well get straight into this one. Um, and we start off uh, straight away with um, our title character, which is uh, a, a bit different from the last episode where we had to wait quite a while to get to that one. Um, but uh, yeah, here we go with uh, with Gene Kelly, um, Gene Shelley, not Gene Kelly, uh, Gene Shelley. Um, and uh, yeah, so Gene Shelley uh, wants to look more like a man, and um, he. He's there with his wife. They're both um, horse people. Um, and Raj is sitting in on the, um, the consult here and, um, yeah, kind of making some pretty lewd remarks. Um, yeah, so he needs to work on his, his bedside manner, so to speak. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's much to say about these uh, these two characters. I mean, um, yeah, he supposedly he, he doesn't look very manly, but um, I, I don't think he looks that feminine. I don't, I don't know about you, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he looks crazy like a woman, but, uh, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm over-analyzing that. Uh, he wants to look more like a man. Um, Christian's chemo kind of comes up, and they talk about that. Um, yeah, and so, you know, these two don't want to be thought of as lesbians, especially when one of them's a man. So, um, yeah, the story's going to kind of unravel a little bit as we get through the, this episode. But um, straight off the bat, what are you thinking about? our title character this time around. Maybe I'll try and be nice before I start talking about each scene and say things that I do like about each scene or something like that. Um, let's start off with, I enjoy Raj in this scene. I think he's hilarious the way he's kind of like, let me tell you what I don't like about yourself. And then mm. when he like crack, what does he crack up laughing at? Because like she, he mentioned something about thinking he's a woman or something along those lines or I don't know. I just The way yeah, he yeah. just cracks up laughing. But like this, I don't, 
I don't get this storyline, what they're trying to do with these two. Like, because we always know there's generally a twist with all of our, you know, titular characters, and there's always something here. Like, okay, there's a twist with these characters. But, like, I don't get the twist at the end, because what does it say about anything else that's happening in this scene right now? So... Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, I mean, it's, again, it starts off with like, oh yeah, you know, to see what they're going to here. Like maybe this is getting back to a bit of classic nip tuck, but just nothing about this eventually, again, sticks the landing. So, ah, uh, I just yeah, don't yeah. get what they try to do with these two. Like I don't get the twist. Yeah. The twist to me is what yeah. happens with Raj, not the, the toilet scene. Like you'd kind of got two twists yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, I've got another critique about this, but I, I want to wait until we get to the big reveal before I talk about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think yeah, you're, you're totally right. It kind of just feels like they just they, they try for something and just they just don't get there. So yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. It's um, yeah, I'm I'm not loving what we get with these two, even though I think the setups um, got some potential good stuff. And, you know, this probably kind of encapsulates my entire thoughts about the second half of the season that there's some good ideas here, but they just don't make the most of them really. So we kind of get to the credits and, and we go through that and, um, Christian's uh, getting chemo and, and throwing up, and, and Liz is there for him and his time and need as he's throwing up. And um, yeah, um, it's it, it's all that stuff that you kind of yeah. I mean, you kind of want the 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 reality of this for for Christian. You know, this is some serious shit he's going through here. And um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's good to have Liz there. You kind of wonder where Sean is. You know, he, it's, it's weird to me that Liz is the one that, that he's kind of gone to here. Um, and you know, at the same time, he's, he's horrible too her and then says can you get me some water you know it's it's, it's typical christian I, I think julian mcmahon is playing this well you know it's a hard thing for him to play it's a bit of a, a, a pretty hard turn for him um because yeah he's having to to kind of um play this very vulnerable character when he's used to being this kind of ladies man so yeah it's um it's a bit different from what we've we've seen from him so far not sure i totally buy that liz is the one he's going to go to but um i'm sure we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about that dynamic as we go forwards do we have to? Um, yeah, I mean, positive thing about this scene. Um, Julian McMahon plays a guy with cancer good. Um, that's, <laughs> he acts well being sick, but, you know, like, again, it's, it is, you said, he's going through some pretty bad shit here. And, you know, if anyone's ever sort of known someone or gone through this themselves, they know it's, it's not a pleasant time. So, you know, it's important for them, I think, to show this. Um, but, it is a bit, yeah, weird, like, that Liz is the one that's here, you know? This this is where you kind of wish they hadn't killed Gina off, because you kind of feel Gina would have been a good person to maybe bring into this point. So, um, and I would have been down with that. I would have been completely down with Gina being here, being the one and sort of repaying what he did when, you know, she got HIV. So, it's a bit weird, and it's only going to get weirder. So, it's sadly not something we can just be like, oh, well... You know, it's only for one scene, but no, it's not. Yes, un- unfortunately not, but um, something that's got to brighten everyone's day is we get a Connor sighting. Um, <laughs> so, you know, all of a sudden Connor is back on the scene. Um, Sean's having a play date with his son. Um, Julia comes over. Um, and Julia's got some memory returning. So she's obviously well enough and, and remembers enough to look after her son, which is great. You know, that's a good thing, I suppose. But not Annie. Um, and we get the kind of, no, not Annie. We don't get where Annie is. And, uh, yeah, and, and anyway, yeah, we kind of get this whole thing of, you know, now we know that Sean can walk and we get the whole play acting of him kind of putting himself in the wheelchair. And yeah, it's, um, yeah. And then we kind of get this whole discussion about, um, you know, the, the lie that he told to Julia and she kind of plays it out and things like that. And, um, basically the line, 
that I've written underneath my notes on on this particular scene is it's pretty boring. Like there's really not a lot that interests me or jumps out to me because this kind of goes nowhere. It's just not really connected to anything. Um, you know, Julia's not going to be a big character going forwards. It just this feels like wasted airtime. Really, we could have put something else here on the spot. I just it just feels like time wasted to me. Really, there's there's nothing here that that I'm enjoying really in in any sense. It's just boring to me. Positive scene thing about this scene: the makeup looks good on Connor's one hand with his claw hand. They remembered. Um, other than that, yeah, I agree with everything you say. And like, legitimately, where the fuck is Annie? <laughs> like, seriously, why isn't she here? Um, nothing redeeming about this. Again, it's, it's, this is, you summed it up. This is where, you know, so much of this show is going in the direction that just so many of these scenes are just boring. And it's just, it's even the fact that so many of these scenes have no music or theme in the background and it just feels like they're just, they're just getting to the point where it's like, well, what is the point of even doing this anymore? So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Just, no. I guess probably the the one thing that we get here is obviously that um you know the, the button on the end of it is that Julia kind of says, "Oh, when was the last time you had a home cooked meal?" So we get this kind of this string that's being held out that she's going to come around and cook him a meal. But you know, the, obviously that's going to come in a little bit later. Um, yeah, we then move on to you know we've got a, a surgery scene here and and Sean's kind of offering help to Christian and um, Christian's a bit of a dick um, if, if I'm, and I guess we're probably if we're looking at kind of the stages of grief is that he's kind of in this denial or whatever it might be you know like he's and he's just not wanting to accept help or, or anything like that so I don't really know what the, what there is to really say about this other than that yeah Christian's just not really himself at the moment he's um, yeah a bit of a dick we kind of get this I think quite a quite a, you know, a half decent kind of surgery scene where Raj is, is in there you know Sean's kind of standing back and watching Raj do it so this is the scene on on Gene you know getting the the more um, masculine features put into his face and um, yeah I'm you know it's um, I think it's a it's a you know, reasonably good scene here. Um, yeah, if we if you're doing the positive things, I think it's yeah, it, it is quite a nice scene here. But um, yeah, I, I think kind of the, the end of it really, where Raj is talking about, you know, that Sean, uh, sorry, Christian's going to be on the table, and and Raj will be doing his surgery, and yeah, I think that that's all. You know, we're just getting a bit of foreshadowing, I guess, more than anything else. But again, it's a it's a functional scene, really, isn't it? We get Christian kind of vomits mid surgery, which is pretty gross. Um, and you know, I'm surprised that he's kind of just like, just throws up and then just carries on. It's yeah, it's a bit weird, but um, yeah, to me, it, this this just feels like a functional scene. That's all. It just doesn't actually really feel like like anything else. It, you know, when you kind of get this line of he's going, oh, who turned up the heat? I kind of expect he was going to collapse, but it's not quite what happens. Positiveness. Raj is in this scene. Uh, like, and I don't mind the song in the background. Like, yeah, I think it's Fine Young Cannibals or something like that. Something about something the man I used to be or something like that. You know, kind of funny. But um, uh, we we go on about the the lack security at McMara Troy. We've talked a little bit about the hygiene. Um, you know, the contamination. Can you vomit in a surgery and then be expected to continue going on? Like, that's something unhygienic there. So. Yeah, um, that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. There's no like like I say. I think it's really just a functional scene, kind of setting things up. And yeah, there's not there's not a lot to really enjoy personally about this whole thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, we kind of we then move on and we get the scene. And yeah, so all the kids are turning up in this one because here's Wilbur, um, and he's with the nanny and getting ready for the nanny to take him out to the park or whatever. And um, then 
um, Kimber turns up and um, she's got Jenna and basically gives Jenna to the nanny for some extra money. It's um, yeah, I mean they've really just turned Kimber into a real bitch now. You know, it kind of doesn't have any depth anymore. She's just this kind of one-noted bitch basically. That um, yeah, which uh, you know I'm not really phased one way or the other, but it's a shame to see a character I really like kind of just you know um, diluted down into you know this very one-dimensional kind of figure now, which is disappointing. Um, yeah, and anyway, we kind of get this whole thing of, you know, she sends Jenna off with the nanny, the the two of them start making out, um, and then she laughs at his scar, which seems like the strangest thing to be laughing at to me. It's just like, I don't understand why that would be such a big, like, it just feels out of character to me. Um, and she goes on about, you know, he basically got cancer because of karma, that, you know, he's surprised he didn't get it sooner. Um, yeah, it's all just yeah, I kind of guess this is building up the vulnerability of Christian and basically, you know, all these people that he used to go to all find him repulsive now and, and all that kind of thing. But again, it just, as we keep saying, it just doesn't, there's nothing really here that kind of sells me on it. You know, I, I understand what they're trying to do with the scene, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't work completely because again, like, I mean, you summed it up, like you can see what they're trying to do, but it just comes out of nowhere. Like earlier in this season, you know, when, um, Christian kind of has that scene which, you know, he really kind of takes advantage of her. It's kind of like you've got these moments where he does it. Um, that was last season, sorry, not this season. And it kind of works because, you know, I think the difference, like, when you get, like, a Julia and Sean, you know, sequence of, like, Sean's still in love with Julia, like, you just get so sick of it because you, you're done and dusted with this. You still feel the underlining that there is stuff with Kimber and Christian and... Spoiler alert, there still will be stuff with Kimber and Christian moving forward. And I don't get sick of it because you kind of, you know, it's different to Julia and Sean. They've had enough chances. Whereas Christian and Kimber, you just always feel that we said it from the very beginning. This is kind of the, the love person for Christian this whole time. And like, it's just, it's weird because like, what has Kimber done this season except, as you said, kind of just be a bit of a manipulative bitch, uh, you know, be attracted to drugs and be on, you know, Matt's case and then turn to porn. Now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like, she's, you know, dropping off Jenna to be babysit and all this sort of stuff. Like, I don't understand it. And then we kind of get this scene where you're kind of like, oh, here we go, Christian and Kimber. And then just what? He, she's baiting him the whole time to see a scar. And like, that's disgusting. And can I just say, is it really that disgusting? Like, that scar is just a gen- generic looking scar. Like, I, you know, I don't even see why she th- thinks it's that way in the first place. So, like, you kind of need yeah. maybe a line. Like, you can see what they're doing here about, like, oh, this is karma for you. But I feel that's a line that Christian needs to deliver, not Kimber. Like, and if you are going to have Kimber deliver it, do it differently. Like, just don't have a walk-in, drop a kid off, rip his shirt off and go, ha-ha, you've got cancer, that's karma, bye. Like, that's all it really is. So, again, there's potential there. They've tried something and they just have not done it well at all. Yeah, totally. And it, it just all feels quite out of character. It's, yeah, just, yeah, to me, it just, it just doesn't work. Like, and as I say, like, Kimber's just taken this real hard turn into just being this kind of standard grade A bitch, and it just doesn't work. You know, it just, it doesn't feel true to the character. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm not, not enjoying it, and, um, I'd rather just move on from the scene. If, if I could be honest, it's, you know, it's just, it's shitty, really. And, um, I'm ready to kind of move, move our way on to something that's potentially a a little bit more fun if not kind of quite weird which is basically you know we're kind of we're back in the um uh, in the the university or wherever it is where these guys are, are learning to be doctors and sean's doing his teaching thing um and you know we kind of get this whole scene with daphne and this and this patient and you know she's supposed to be doing 
her, her bedside manner and, and um, he comes over and helps and um, yeah I mean basically ends up with um, yeah more or less the, the scenes with um, with him getting blown by her it's, a, it's a, another pretty short scene really and I think this is probably one of the things about this episode is there's lots of kind of just shortcut scenes that kind of don't really build up to anything it's yeah they're kind of a little bit of a mess but um, yeah and we kind, of, we kind of get a little bit of an inkling of what's going to happen here because of the way that she's talking and this kind of you know talking to him like he's a baby or something it's yeah it's, it's a bit weird and, and it's kind of going to take us down to a slightly weird turn just for a minute um so yeah i mean again just another functional scene that doesn't really build to anything too important positive thing about this the woman who is getting paid 15 dollars an hour she can act the rest i like why is this even in this episode about sean and a woman who wants to be a mummy and puts him in a diaper like what like what what? this was fun (laughs) early on in nip tuck because you know it was kind of quirky and it was like fun when they sort of did things like this um but like this is just random and it's again there's no purpose so yeah you know like i mean remember the one was it was it um last season or this season when we had the woman who bit wilbur and then kind of blamed it on wilbur like i mean that kind of you know was a quirk but it went somewhere um, sort of. So, you know, there's that. Whereas this is just, what is the purpose? So she, he can walk out and Julia can see him naked and, and walking? Like, there's so many other ways you could have done that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just, it just feels like we try and play for a little bit of the, I don't know if shock value is the right word, but you know, we're just trying to, yeah, we're basically just trying to get something weird on the screen now. And, um, yeah, I mean, where Niptuck was at its best was that these, these weird things were kind of integrated with a bigger storyline so that even though they were weird, you saw the reason why they were there. And now it just feels like we're just going for a bit of shock value more than anything, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just, uh, that's how they got to do it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But uh, then we move into, um, and and this is, I think, I guess, just kind of backs up my case of where it is done well is that we kind of get this whole thing of Raj getting a blowjob from, um, oh, I always forget Jean's wife's name. Um, I did write it down somewhere, but I have uh, have forgotten it. Um, but anyway, Jean's wife is is there, um, Tracy. Yeah, giving giving Raj Tracy thanks. Yeah, giving him a blowjob, and you know, and his his reaction is quite funny. Like he plays <laughs> this really well. And yeah, like I said, I think Raj is kind of like that bright star in an otherwise kind of shitty situation here and um he's he's really funny here and um yeah and obviously christian then walks in and um yeah this this is a, a funny little comedic moment that i kind of really enjoy um yeah again there's uh you know this is going to build and this is kind of building to something a little bit more that will actually have a bit of an impact um on on raj as we go forward so this does actually have a reason for being here um yeah and so i think this is uh this is uh, a fun little season a fun little um scene i suppose are we ignoring the fact that this kid's underage can we just establish that like he's 17 <laughs> yes that's true you do kind of forget that because he's always wearing a tie you know i think you kind of <laughs> that fact alone makes you forget right, just right. how young there, there it is everyone pedophilia is okay as long as they're wearing a tie it's all good Yes, yes. I don't, I'm not sure if that's the exact uh, situation, but um, what the hell? But yeah, and, and then obviously we we then find out as well as that um, you know um, what if Gene finds out and, and he's he's already there saying you know like oh you know that we whatever it is we like to we like to spice things up. So yeah, it's well, basically we're finding out that these two horsey people are uh, freaks. Um, yeah, so um, it's it, it's tough stuff, but um, yeah, part of it 
is at least kind of interesting. And yeah, we're going to get a, a fun little payoff for this um, a little bit later on anyway. But um, yeah, and uh, then we kind of go back and we're doing the physical therapy with Sean, and you know he's in his house. Um, and this is quite strange, isn't it? Really, because we know he can walk now. So this is yeah, it is how he how he manages to act like he can't walk is, is quite impressive, really. Um, but yeah, anyway, so this physical therapist is there, um, and you know he he basically calls Sean out and says, "You're on, you know, I know when people are ready to walk, and you're ready to walk." And um, yeah, ends up with Sean collapsing um, and um, firing this therapist. So yeah, I mean it's. Um, I think we're just kind of hammering home the point that Sean's playing up this role now, and it's you know it, he's being de- deceptive to the people that he loves and cares about, and, and you know specifically Matt in this scene. Um, so I think it's just speaking to the selfishness and, and deceptiveness of Sean, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's I get it, like you know, kind of like these guys, like you know, as you said, like I know when someone's wanting to walk and you can walk and. I mean, it's there to a point, but it's just, you know, I guess it's there to show just the lengths that Sean's going to, to, you know, go there. And I mean, it, it, again, you can kind of feel that this is something that works in this. I mean, this is maybe one of the few sort of scenes that isn't a bad thing in this episode. You know, it's, it's kind of there and it's done decently, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, as you said, how you can go that far to pretend that you, you know, you can't walk. Yeah, yeah, and uh, one of the things too, I just want to say, John Hensley's reaction when yeah. you know he thinks thinks Sean's going to walk and, and and he doesn't. I think John does a good job in these scenes. So yeah, got to give him some credit. I always like to give him credit when I get the opportunity to do so. So yeah, I mean, I guess we're just building the deception here in Sean. It's uh, again just another like little short scene that kind of we don't really get any meat here. It's kind of like we're just nibbling around the edges, and I just I kind of want to get like a really decent scene. Um, but yeah, then we we stay with Sean because then we get into like he's in the bath. And Daphne's kind of washing him down. That's all a bit weird. Like for a moment here, I thought we were going to get some kind of thing where she's like, you know, celibate or something. You know, like because she's fully clothed. And you know, like I, I wondered if this is where this was going to go. Was that you know she doesn't have sex with people or something like that? But yeah, that's kind of not what's going on. But anyway, she wants to shave his balls or something. Like it's <laughs> again, this is just like another like what the fuck? It's a Saturday night. Come on. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. It's like, yeah, and obviously we kind of get in the thing that she wants him to be like a child, which is, Jesus Christ, this is not the last time we're going to get some kind of pedophilia moment on this show. Like, you're starting to develop a theme here for me. I hadn't really thought about it with the Raj scene, but this is another one where, you know, this girl wants to have sex with somebody that, that's like a baby and in a diaper, and then we're going to get another storyline with this later on. So, yeah, kind of, it's a strange way for the show to be going, but yeah, this is very, very strange. Yeah, that you know, basically she's gonna shave him while he's like, it's very odd, very odd. I just like, uh, I don't want to. This is a fetish. These are all based on real things, but each to their own, I guess. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure there's really too much more we want to add to this. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I guess we then kind of move on to uh, Christian getting beaten up by a hooker. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> this, this <laughs> well, woman, it is kind of oh funny. I think I think we kind of I think we kind of have to laugh because it's, it's just like another like, and she's like this real trampy hooker as well. Eh? Like he's just yeah. like he's got the worst hooker in the world, and um, yeah, and uh, yeah, she's there. She's got a vagina. It's a pretty good one, um, <laughs> and yeah, and uh, so yeah, basically, um, yeah, he he kind of backs out at the last moment and wants his money back, and she says no, and so she. Uh, basically beats him up and steals his cancer drugs it's uh yeah it's a it's a pretty rough scene i suppose but i guess that you're kind of building up that this, this vulnerability that uh that christian has in the scene it's um yeah it's it's 
in that sense, I guess it's kind of nice, but um, I think there are other ways we could have done this. I think it just builds up the fact that Christian's horny and he's going to fuck anyone. Oh, wait, what's about to happen? Uh, <laughs> yeah, really yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nothing yeah, else so to add. A very good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure there is too much to add, but um, yeah, obviously, um, yeah, this then leads to um, this very important scene, um, like it or, or hate it, this is an important one for this, this back half now. of the season. Yeah, no, no, you have to stay. Sorry, if, if I have to do this, you have to do this. And um, yeah, so Tell basically, calls Liz over. <laughs> yeah. And um, calls Liz over. She cleans up the mess from this this hooker and um, puts him to bed. And he kind of says, "Oh, can you just stay until I fall asleep?" One thing leads to another, and uh, they end up having sex. And yeah, um, he pretends to go straight back to sleep, um, but obviously he's not. And um, yeah, yeah. I, as I say, it's a very important scene because this is going to be kind of our main storyline for um, the rest of the season. Now, this is kind of where we're going with this. Um, yeah, and I, I guess what's interesting is that you know, in the rest of this episode, it starts to get played off as these two just had, had a moment, and you know, it's not something that's going to be ongoing. And we kind of get some almost funny scenes coming up of, of them, kind of in you know, with with Raj, of course. Um, you know, where it kind of gets played off as not being a big deal and you know did he give her an orgasm or did he not and you know so you know i think there's some it almost goes down a potential comedy moment but when we know where this is going this obviously becomes a really important scene and um oh yeah no i just i hate that we're doing this really because it just it doesn't feel true to liz's character um it doesn't feel all that true to 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 christian's character it feels um more than a little rapey if i'm being honest um and yeah i think just for me just none of this feels natural or right for these characters. So, yeah, it's just, it's not good. Well, you mentioned the rapiness. I honestly, when I first saw this episode, I assumed that that's where they were going with this, that, like, he raped her and that we're going to get, like, a storyline of, you know, yes, you did, no, you didn't. Um, That, to me, was what this was when I first saw it. Um, So that was the shock value to me. I remember watching it going, holy crap, he's raping her. Um, Which... Would have been a far more interesting storyline than what we get. Like, I just, ugh. the fact that, like, there's, again, let's go back to last episode. Hey, do you want to look after my baby if I die? End it there. If you have to do this, have it as a one night thing, end it there. Like, there's just so many outs here for this crap that we're about to get. And this is just, just terrible that this was on the writer's table and somehow that this was a plot line that you're just going to get like just think of the most mismatched characters like people who are friends fans hate it that rachel and joey end up together for a short period of time i honestly don't hate that storyline i think that they handle it well and there are plenty of tv shows where you get two characters that are just the completely mismatched characters who end up together that is going to fail miserably or you know they give it a try and it you know hey it worked or it doesn't work you know i think it was in the big bang theory didn't they have raj and penny sort of hook up at one point but they didn't end up doing anything so it's just little things like that but like this turns into such a big thing and it's like the the least compatible characters in all of these shows they put together like there's just no reason for these two people to hook up this would be like if if princess leia and c-3po hook up like it just makes no sense (laughs) like it's just it's it's no sense at all 
And I hate it, hate it, hate it so much. And I hate this storyline. I hate that it is the worst. Like you said before about how, you know, you would watch like this over other shows. Like this storyline to me is one of the worst storylines that I think in all the shows that I love. And, you know, I love Nip Tuck. I love it, but I just, I cannot defend what they do with this storyline moving forward. It's dumb. It's stupid. And I, it just makes no sense. And I don't like it. And to me, this whole thing could have been played differently. And knowing where it goes, it is just me on a toilet vomiting with Liz rubbing my back. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, it's just, it's not right for these two characters. I don't feel it's true to who they are. Um, yeah, the whole thing is, is just weird. Um, yeah. And it just, it just gets weirder. That's the thing too. You know, like it's just, it, it just doesn't feel right in any level. Um, I think you've kind of covered, covered it pretty well there. I don't really have too much more to add. It's, um, it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, we're, 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 we're kind of staring down the barrel of it now, unfortunately. And, um, yep, it's, it's bad, but, uh, yep, I, I guess we can, uh, we can talk about this all day or, or we can move on to, to wherever we're going to go next. Um, which is, you know, we're going to go on to the, this kind of reconstruction kind of consult, which is kind of what I just talked about is that, you know, they're in the surgery looking at the, the peck implants that, that, uh, Christian's going to get and, um, you know, in comes Raj and, you know, we kind of get this whole thing of, you know, Liz comes in and, you know, we get the, the kind of fun scenes from Raj about you had sexual intercourse or whatever, you know, like however he puts it, you know, it's, um, but, you know, kind of comes in and, and Christian kind of plays it off as nothing as well. It's, um, yeah, it, it's, I think kind of, um, you know, I have to say, you know, Julian McMahon, and we do talk about him kind of being able to play off anybody. Um, this might be the exception, but I do think he does his very best with the storyline. You know, it's a crap storyline, but I do have to give Julian McMahon the credit for kind of making the very best he can with this. He's such a good actor that, you know, he almost manages to salvage this, but even he can't really salvage the storyline. It's, it's just not good enough. But, um, yeah, anyway, I, I don't know if there's anything you want to add on this yeah. particular scene. I think this is, this is the point where it could have, it could have been saved here if we'd left it here but um unfortunately we don't sean's reaction baffles me just the way he's kind of just like you and liz had sex uh-huh like he doesn't laugh but like it's just so nonchalant like this is something that is a big fucking deal you know and he's just kind of like you and liz slept together <gasps> you know it's just it's just the way it's played off just so you know just like that it's just uh no i don't like it and it just yeah uh, no, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, otherwise, again, I'm going to vomit again. I can't even say anything positive about this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think kind of like the, the whole kind of Christian thing of, you know, like she spread her legs and made me feel good and he kind of plays it off as not a big deal. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We're still in that phase where, like, I, I still want to just say that it, it is still salvageable. At this point, That they could have done something to salvage this. You know, like we are not absolutely over the cliff yet there was an opportunity here um i also think that roma mafia i don't think she does the screaming kind of yelling very well mm. um and it does the whole thing about you're a lousy lay and all that like I, I don't like those scenes either i just don't think you know i just don't think this is the right storyline for her either and it's a real shame because she's such a good actress but she just doesn't the storyline just does her no favors i don't think either which, so. which is interesting oh, in the yeah. interview with her that she actually liked the storyline she wasn't against the storyline because i remember i brought that up with her and she, you know, kind of was a fan of it, which which baffled me because this is definitely a storyline that no one in Niptak likes. None of the fans like this storyline. So, um, you know, the dream is to obviously one day, you know, interview Ryan Murphy about this. And I would love to be like, what were you thinking? How much involvement did you have in this storyline? 
that this was a thing? Yeah, Why do was... you think... Was this a shock value treatment? Like, what were you thinking to put Christian and Liz together? Yeah, and I think he was probably thinking uh, that Glee was taken off and he was going to pay attention to that rather than Nip Tuck. And, yeah, I think that, you know, to me, I think that this is, you kind of seen this um, kind of right here. But, uh, yeah, yeah, um, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about this, unfortunately. So I, I suggest we move on to the scene, that, you know, another weird scene, uh, which is basically Sean and Daphne. Um, this chick is nuts. Um, and this is where we kind of figure out that, yeah, she's got a kind of baby fixation. She's kind of putting talcum powder on him and then puts like a diaper on him and um yeah and basically this is where he kind of like he walks he kind of like gives up the facade and he walks and throws her out and uh we kind of get the whole thing of um kind of julia's in the background i don't know quite how that's happened but yeah she's walked in and you know she's there to make him dinner which was talked about earlier in the episode it feels like a lifetime ago now but yeah we did talk about that in this episode um and yeah so anyway yeah yeah i guess this is just kind of we're, we're dealing to the end of this character um but there's kind of no more though with the uh, with the julia thing really is there it's kind of this is one of the things about you know finding out that that um sean can walk is that there isn't really a kind of there isn't a payoff for it it's just like mm. he can walk okay at the end of that story um and yeah if this had been you know some kind of big revelation that kind of you know changed everything then it might have been worth it but yeah it just feels like a weird way of revealing this to you know to start revealing this to the main characters is you know sean's in a, in a nappy so yeah <laughs> or a diaper to our american listeners I just want that as like a screenshot permanently used, Sean in a nappy. Um, that's it. <laughs> yes, pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. And I do like the fact that uh, you know he rips it off, and we do get some uh, some Sean uh, Sean ass to finish off this uh, uh, this scene as well, which is uh, that's always good, I suppose. But uh, yeah, then we move into Raj having a little sing while he's uh, having a pee at the urinal, and um, and walks his his girl Tracy, who turns out to be his guy Tracy. Um, you know, she stands next to the urinal and, and takes a pee. And, uh, yeah, he, he kind of discovers that uh, the only blowjob he's ever had was from a man. So, yeah, it's that kind of the big reveal that we talked about. And, um, yeah, I guess before I let you jump in and talk about this, I think one of the things I'm kind of a little bit disappointed is that, you know, kind of I think Ryan Murphy's done really well with, you know, some stuff around kind of, um, you know, that transgender storyline is that we've seen it a few times on the show. It's obviously something that Ryan Murphy himself is quite passionate about doing some storytelling about. And we've talked about how he was uh you know potentially a bit of a pioneer for for these issues you know in entertainment because you know in, in kind of 2018 when we're recording this it, it's um you know a, quite a big deal but you know back then kind of nobody was talking about these kind of things or that we're only talking about it as a joke and i always kind of admired that ryan murphy kind of tackled these big subjects head on and and you know made them serious and so i'm really disappointed that we now get this it becomes a joke you know and um i'm, I'm just really disappointed that we've kind of gone back to where we were um you know i would have liked them to have kind of kept it serious and to use it as a punchline just feels like a bit of a betrayal of where the show started i I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. It just kind of disappoints me, I guess. Uh, it's just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, so are these two men? Was the like? I just don't understand how this all plays out. The, the fact that you know we get the big reveal here that she's a a man. Um. So again, is this a gay couple? I mean, do you understand what they're trying to achieve here with all at all? Or I don't know. 
Well, I'm, I, I mean, I just read it that she's a, she's, you know, transgender or, you know, that, that she's dressing as, as a female, but she's actually a male. Um, and, you know, and he's, he's a male trying to look more, more manly. So, you know, that they, they have the, the kind of male female dynamic within their relationship, even though both of them are technically men. That, that, that's kind of how I read okay. it anyway. Which, yeah, okay. And like, it's, it's also a case of, We've done this already with Matt and Ava, like, you know, the yeah. whole bit when it's like, you know, the best blowjob I ever got was from a dude. Like, I mean, we kind of had that already. So, again, you can see what they're doing here, but, uh, like, I agree with you. Like, they're just passing it off as comedy. So, it's just, uh, I just don't, just another thing to add to the pile of crap that is this episode. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and... Uh, I, do, I will say, just interrupt you know. myself and yourself, that I do like Liz's comparison though with like politics and who you're attracted to i think that kind of works yeah i think this kind of scene is you know this this is probably the one good scene in this episode i would say is that it's kind of slightly touching slightly funny um you know it's kind of the things that that nip tuck does well when it's doing things well um is, is getting that kind of balance right and i do like this little scene you know i think you know um, this may be a shitty episode, but I think we've got to give Raj some credit that this is a good character and, you know, they're, they're doing some good stuff with this character in this episode. So, you know, he, whenever he's on screen, things don't quite seem as bad. Um, yeah, so we do get some interesting stuff there. Um, you know, and we get the, you know, some more, some more lines to add to the quote bank here about, you know, um, you know, the best sex I ever had was with a man and things like that. You know, like I think it's all, you know, funny stuff, I suppose. Um, yeah, and so we kind of move on from that. And um, Christian is examining Matt, who has punched. Yeah. Did I miss something here? No, randomly Matt appears, and apparently he's punched a wall because he's found out about Sean. The wall. Right, okay. Okay, (laughs) Right, it just, yeah. It comes out of nowhere. Yeah, for me, I was just like. Yeah, I just was thinking, did I miss some scene where Matt punched somebody and, you know, like, yeah, just, oh, yeah, it just didn't make much sense to me. Um, yeah, now you say that, yes, obviously he's punched a wall or something because he's upset about Sean. It's, yeah, it's all, it's, it's just kind of messy, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, and so the, obviously we have this, um, this, this whole thing about, you know, they now all know about Sean and, um, he's hiding it from all of them. And, um, while Christian's going through some real stuff, Sean's not, you know, Sean's fine. Um, you know, I'd argue that Sean's probably got a, a fair bit of PTSD, um, yeah. still, even if he's physically okay, that, you know, being stabbed several times and nearly dying is probably still going to have some impact on him. But yeah, I get the bigger point that, you know, while, while Christian's going through cancer, Sean's pretending that he's, um, paralyzed when he's not. So, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's all you know. It's not a, not a terrible scene, I would say, but it, it, it's also you know I think it could have been done better as well. Yeah, it just it just comes out of nowhere. Like it's kind of like, oh hey, you know, this is what happened. Like I, I kind of want to see the reveal or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to add. I, I do like the line that Christian says to Julia: "Julia, start using the front door." Um, so like that's yeah. one bit that I like there. So that's about it, I think. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and then we kind of, um, you know, we get this final scene in, in the episode. And um, if it, again, like, it isn't a terrible scene because I think we kind of get this whole thing where, you know, it starts off where, you know, um, Sean's lifting his weights at home and then he hears, hears the door opening. So he quickly jumps back into the chair. And, um, you know, this whole scene starts and you think Christian's going to kind of lay it on him, but he knows. And, and he doesn't do that. You know, he kind of pretends that, you know, um, 
and they kind of have this you know, quote unquote touching moment. And um, yeah, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that that's you know a really good kind of way of doing this. It's a little bit unexpected. So I do like how that's all played out. Um, and then obviously it kind of ends with, um, you know, yeah, Christian thrown up and, and yeah, then we see Sean, you know, has obviously walked and is standing next to him and puts his hand on his shoulder. And I think, you know, it's a nice kind of button on, on an otherwise crappy episode is that, you know, we kind of get this, um, these two guys are in it together now. Sean's kind of put his, his, um, whatever his issues might be aside because he sees that there's a bigger need to, to be there for Christian. So, you know, I, I do like how this, how the episode ends with that. Um, but like I say, it's disappointing because there is no follow up there. You know, that's just like, oh, okay, he was pretending and that's it, you know, and it kind of never gets talked about again. Yeah, I, I like this closing scene actually. I think, you know, you're right. Like it's a, it's a nice little way and kind of, it's, it's a good Sean and Christian moment that we haven't had in a while. So, I mean, that's a positive way to have it, but um, that's about it, really. <laughs> this episode is just rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't think there's too much more we can say, really. Uh, it, it is a good, it is a good little scene between these two guys. And any time you get these two kind of playing off each other and kind of opening themselves up and being honest with each other, I think that that's always it's always good to watch. Um, but unfortunately, it, it just can't save an otherwise terrible episode for me, really. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think, unless you've got anything to add here, I think we can probably just move into our ratings. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's going to be no surprise here. I mean, um, for me, it's definitely, you know, you know, like when... When you know you have those little mini novelty basketball hoops that you hang above your rubbish bin, um, it's kind of like one of them. It's not just a bin, but I'm also like scoring a three pointer as it goes <laughs> in the bin. Like it's that bad. Like the, to me, this is like this may be the second worst episode I've seen of Nick Tuck. You know, I think Selkirk still has it. Yeah, yeah, it's right there at the bottom, though. Eh? Like it really, really is. Like Sal Perry is the only one I can think of that I oh, hate I've got more Granville Trap below it, but yeah, Sal Perry definitely still bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's right there near the bottom. Um, and yeah, there's just there's there's nothing that can really redeem this episode. It's just and it's really interesting because you know obviously we talked and we had different opinions on that last episode. And and for me it was a buy. And um, you know I'm not qu- quite sure I've ever had such a hard turn from a buy straight into a bin before. I probably have, but I don't remember it. And you know it just feels like oh, I actually really enjoyed what I got last episode. So it just feels like such a sudden drop off the cliff now. You know for me is that this is just it's terrible and um it, it just it, it's just so disappointing that this is kind of where the show's going um you know is that we, we're now committed to an, an absolutely terrible storyline um i guess we're at this point we're not totally you know there, there is still time to, to pull out of this nosedive but for me it's just like just the writings on the wall that this is bad this is really bad and yeah there's kind of, <laughs> there's just no saving this really it's it, it's not good you did buy dawn budge 2 and then binned Chaz darling earlier this season uh so that's the only time you've gone from a buy to a bin uh and interestingly right. this is the first time that you and i have both binned an episode together since sal perry so there you go <laughs> i was gonna say before you said that i thought you know surely one of us didn't didn't rent sal perry that was a terrible episode um but i guess what's concerning is that that sal perry episode and i'll, I'll give you an, an opportunity if you wanted to add anything more in a moment but um you know i think the sal perry one at least we could kind of 
that was a bit of a Julia centric episode and you know so there's kind of a reason why that might not have been so good but this one really is about these two main guys and um, the fact that it is so bad even though they are kind of the focus of it is that's pretty concerning um, you know you shouldn't be feeling that way when your two main stars are at the front of an episode um, and you know there's some quite emotional stakes in this episode but this is one of those ones that probably should work, you know, like, and it, it's probably one of those important ones to work. And the fact that it not only doesn't work, but it fails spectacularly is really, really worrying for where we go next. To me, it's maybe a case of it's the first, I guess, quote, normal episode that is the worst, if that makes sense. So like to me, Sal Perry and Granville Trap are two very unique episodes that they've tried to do something different that this is kind of the one, to me, the worst of the ones that they're trying to stay it kind of normal to what we're used to with Nip Tuck. So that's yeah. how yeah. I would maybe compare it. Because even I've got Agatha Rip, this is just below Agatha Rip. Even with Agatha Rip, you could argue they kind of went to do something slightly different as well. So to me, it's yeah. Yeah, the worst of the normal episodes. Yeah, and I think like ones, uh, recent ones that I really haven't liked have been, you know, like the one where they did the kind of, um, the you know, the reality TV show thing, which I just didn't really vibe with, but yeah, that was a weird episode and one of those ones that you either kind of really like or really hate. And this, yeah, as you say, this is just a standard episode, but you know, it feels like there's a lot riding on this one that, you know, if you don't like this episode, then you're probably not going to like the next six episodes, to be honest, you know, because this one kind of sets up the storyline for the next six episodes. And yeah, that's, that's concerning that we don't, that we not only didn't like it, but we absolutely hated it. So yeah, I, I yeah very very concerning times i don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we kind of turn our attention to roxy st james uh not really i mean um we i kind of knew where we were going with this show because you know uh, as much as i you know literally literally that's not a word um you know block out a lot of what happens here and into season six i still remember that it doesn't really pick up a lot whereas like it's interesting to get your reactions this because i think you said you just don't remember a lot of it so yeah, it's kind of, I think, my brain, although I don't remember a lot of the specifics, um, it also is a case where I know that really we're not getting anything better. But I will say just quickly about next week, Candy Richards is back, and we're going to... One thing I do really like about the episode is the music clip. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's a, there's a few things to like about the next one. Um, you know, I think we start to um, get into a little bit of what what it means for Christian to kind of be a cancer, you know, sufferer. And, you know, he's dealing with some some hard stuff. I mean, um, Roxy St. James, the actress who plays her, is, you know, she's actually a bit of a, um, a, a favourite of mine, you know, somebody that crops up in a few movies I've seen. Um, Starship Troop has been amongst them. Um, so, you know, I think she's um, she's quite a fun little cameo in this next episode. Um, you know, any episode where people are uh, um, trying to cut their own boobs off with a bread knife is, you know, <laughs> The, the, it can't be can't be all bad so you know i i do think that the next episode is is better than this one but whether it drags it out of the bin category is, is something i guess we'll discuss next week yeah we'll we'll get there yes we will indeed but uh un- until we get there um we would always uh, appreciate your feedback um whether that's through a, a rating on itunes or, or hooking, hooking up with us on uh, facebook or or twitter um you know we're always interested to get your feedback on on what you think do you think this is one of the worst episodes ever or are we um are we really underselling this i can't imagine anybody out there would think that this is a great episode but uh you never know there might be somebody out there who thinks this is the great greatest thing You're ever an idiot if um, you do. Always, 
Yes, yeah, I would tend to agree with that. But, uh, yep, um, as always, um, appreciate any feedback you've got for us. Um, but, yeah, um, until next time, um, it, I'd like to say it's been fun. It's been fun in a way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and until next time, I've been Nick, and uh, I can make you as virile and masculine as the man you feel inside. My name is Ben, and Nick, I think you're a beautiful lesbian, or non-lesbian, whatever you decide. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.